Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life, as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher, and together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. Well, happy February. We are on episode 60 of the Mel and Kel Show. And we are moving and grooving into February 2021. If you are listening to us live, that's where we are. Hi there, Mel. How is your day going? Hey, darling. It is going very well. I'm hoping that that intro actually played out okay because you sounded warbly on my end. Not really? A little bit like that, but I guess we'll find out later. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm actually doing super duper great because here we are into a new month and um, I kind of took a look back at a goal that I set for myself for this year. What? Um, Shock. You setting goals? I know. It's just kind of crazy. But one of my fun goals is that I want to read 40 books this year. And those can be like pleasure reading or like business books or self-help or whatever. And so I had told myself, self, you are going to need to read about three to four books a month. And guess what? I read four books in January. You are amazing. And you, you literally read, right? You don't do Audible? Oh, no, I do Audible too. Oh, silly me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I kind of have this weird thing. We may have talked about this before on the podcast. I can't remember, but um, I have a book everywhere. Like I have books on Audible always. In fact, I have my account and then Greg doesn't use his credits fast enough. So I use his, his account too. Shh. <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> Um, and then I always have a stack of books by my bed and then I always have a book or two in my car. (laughs) You sound like me with my glasses. I have glasses everywhere. (laughs) And to be honest with you, I didn't even know audible had credits. So that should tell you something about where I'm at. No. So audible is a monthly subscription and you get a book a month. And so you get a new credit every month. If you read more than one a month, then you can purchase an additional audio book and it will cost you above and beyond your subscription. So if you don't, so like Greg reads one book every like three or four months. So in those three or four months, he gets three or four extra um, credits. Is a credit like a download? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Look at you. You don't need to whisper. I don't think he's in the room with you. You'll be fine. And he doesn't even listen to our podcast. So you're really a fine. Yes. So, so should I tell you what I read just in case some of our listeners like to read too? I somehow think that was a little jab, but okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's not worry about me, but let's, let's think about our listeners. Cause I think maybe one of them might be something I might want to read. So go ahead. Okay. 
So I often, <laughs> already said, okay, wrong. Like you're going to, you're like, oh yeah, sure. You're going to read Cal. Go. <laughs> well, I just don't hear you share a lot about reading and you don't ask me like, Hey, what's the best book you've read lately? <laughs> okay. So let me show you what I'm reading right now. So you'll okay, that's it. That's it. It's called codependent. No more. Yep. By Melody Beattie. So there you go. Ha! Excellent. How is that book? <laughs> Why are you laughing? So I kind of just looked at some of the chapters that I wanted to get information about. So I don't know how it is totally, but what I have read, I like. Yeah. So it was a good resource book. But did you see how fast I grabbed that? Like I was right here. It's right at your fingertips. Thank you very much for noticing. I love that. Readers are leaders, Cal. <laughs> Go ahead. Share your four books, woman. Okay. So I read three just for fun books. And then I read one like self-help book. So the three fun books, number one, Rules for Civility. It's by a woman named Rebecca Lohman. It was so good. It takes place in like the 1930s in New York. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I loved it. So good. Okay, my other <laughs> fun book, The Boy from the Woods. That one is by a guy named Harlan Coben. It's kind of mysterious. Oh, that's, my, that's my kid's uh, middle name, Harlan. I, I just thought of that when I said it out loud. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, mysterious. There's a murder that goes on. And um, if you like adventure, it's pretty good. Okay. And then I just this weekend finished Low Country Boil which is actually like the first book of many. It has this main character, Liz Talbot, um, and it takes place in the South. So I just kind of like Southern hospitality. I just, I don't know, it like puts, it's like a fun environment or atmosphere to imagine a story in. And it was good. It was good. But if you were going to just read one of those, Kelly, I would make you read Rules for Civility. Amazing. So good. So right now, I don't want to read anything that could have anything scary or spooky or someone could come in and break in and hurt somebody because I'm being a scaredy cat right now. I think I need more of the uh, romance sex. Like I don't need uh, shade, shade, 90, shade, 50, 50, 90, 90 shades, 50 shades, a lot of shades of gray. I don't need that like that increase, but I want like a romance, like, like a lifetime movie if I was to read. Well, so again, I'm going to say rules of civility. You would actually really like that book. I may have to give it to you. Okay. And then my other book, which was really cool is all about, it's called the source and the source being our mind, our thoughts, but she does this whole thing. She's a doctor, uh, Tara Swart is her name. And, um, it's all on visualization. And that one is good on Audible because there are things where she has you like meditate and imagine, imagine like you're going through this cave, imagine that you come to this mirror, like you're doing these different things that then tie into a bigger idea or concept. And it was really good. Hmm. 
So there you go. There's other four books. I will link them in the show notes for anybody who might like to take a read of any of those. Sound good? Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. All right. So let's boogie now. We've done your four books and I guarantee you someone's going to read one of them and comment on them. Um, But let's get into our new month, our new feeling, our new, what are we going to deal with? So we went from uh, January was insecurity securities. So now here we are in February and we're going into, we were going into love. I don't know if you remember that we were going to do February love, but uh, Mel, Mel has been listening to a doctor um, that she has been, are you reading about her too? Like, is that a book you're reading or is it? I read her book last year. <laughs> so we are, I don't know how we got to here, but so I'm apologizing in advance. If anybody was like, are you kidding me? We were going to do love. We're doing grief. Yep. Completely <laughs> the 180 right there. We're going to be talking about grief this month. So um, Mel will start us off with her, um, her friend Miriam and give us a definition. I'm positive of it. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know? I already had that ready to go. It's crazy. Come. I feel like I've been doing this for like 13 months now and it's just crazy. <laughs> well, it just so happens I do have a definition for you for grief. Um, grief is deep sorrow associated with loss and especially death. What part of speech? I know it doesn't sound very cheery. What part of speech? Grief, I suppose, would be a noun. A noun. Right? It's a person, place, or thing. It's grief. But it could also be a verb. I am grieving, Grieving. in which case you've now just turned it into an action. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, that makes sense. But I was thinking that. Okay, perfect. But now I'm going to come back to you. I want you to think of grief that you have felt, which we actually will be talking about because Kelly actually has struggled with this this week specifically. So you're the perfect person to ask, Kel, what does it feel like in, in your body? Like we talk about feelings are an emotional thing, but they are also a physical vibration. Like things happen in our body when we feel different feelings. And I'm just curious what you would say grief feels like. Um, uh, nauseating for me. I, I mean, honestly, I mean, we'll get into uh, my son went back to school yesterday. I, I, I mean, I felt nauseous. I literally had the runs, a little TMI there, but like my tummy was all jacked up, jacked up big time and um, emotional to the point of crying, crazy, crazy crying. And just, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think I ate yesterday either, actually, now that I think about it, I'm kind of hungry right now. Um, but it was, yeah, I just feel heavy, um, useless, honestly, it's kind of a sad word to use, but just like you're in such a deep funk that to get motivated, it's, it's a, it's a struggle for a while there. So just loss of appetite, nauseous, um, funky tummy and, uh, definitely tears, definitely tears. Yeah. Well, and, and again, I'm sure there are people listening right now and I can just picture her and she's 
nodding her head up and down like, yes, I totally know those feelings. And grief can be for so many different things. It's one of the things that Kelly and I have been talking about this week are like, what are the different things that people would grieve over? Because the first thing that came to both my mind and Kelly's mind is like, well, grief is when someone dies, right? You, you lose somebody, death causes grief. But then when we got to talking about it and we kept throwing other ideas out, like, well, what about, you know, can you grieve over this? Can you grieve over that? And when I talked with Kel over the weekend and her son had just driven back up to campus and she was really terribly missing him, I suggested, do you think you're grieving that? Like, it sounds to me like grief. And, you know, uh, Ian is alive and well, praise God. Absolutely. you still are grieving his being gone. Right. Yeah. And I mean, with grief, it could be, you know, a divorce. I mean, even if you were the one who wanted a divorce, you still grieve that. I mean, there's grief related, especially if there's children involved, because you're, you're thinking about other people as well, or an animal. Like if you have a family pet, holy chowder, if the pet passes, you're a lost case. Or, I mean, my last relationship took me, I mean, for a spin. I, I mean, for years I was in a funk because of it. So, I mean, it does not always have to be related to death. Although, you know, when we were looking it up, it's like 90% of grief is related to a death, which we truly agree with. But realizing that if you're hurting over a situation, it truly could be grief. It doesn't have to be strictly a death of some person, some animal. Yeah, it can, it can, you know, the other thing I thought of is like so many people have lost jobs, right? Our economy is in a very dire place right now. And there are people who have lost their homes or have had to file bankruptcy. And there's the loss of all of that loss of the life you used to live, right? And I think that's a big thing to deal with right now too. Like people are like, you know, I should be happy. I'm, you know, I'm home more. I'm with my family more, but I feel really sad. That could be the grief of losing the life you used to live. Like you just miss the people you saw. You miss going out and, you know, connecting with others or, you know, just being out and about. I, I think that we need to expand. And that's what Dr. Caroline Lee that Kelly referred to earlier. She had done a podcast and she was talking about grief. And she specifically realized that on this one particular day, she had, she just felt like she had so much that she had to do. And she scheduled herself out. I'm going to do this from seven to eight. I'm going to do this from eight to 10. And in one of those spots, she had that she was going to write up some of her podcast episodes and she did. And then she had a meeting with her production manager and she was going over what she would be doing in her next few podcasts. And her production manager was like, boring. I don't like this one. We're going to take that one out. You need to do something different. And she said, as she was leaving, she was upset and and a bit mad and she was trying to figure out what was it but there was something really big kind of stirring in her and one of the things she said to herself was I just wasted so much time 
And she said, I think in a sense, I was so wrapped up in it that I had this grief over, and this is on a very small case, but she had a grief over the lost time that she didn't feel she had available to lose. And so it just stirred up all of these emotions. And in her podcast, she actually talks about um, uh, a breathing technique she does where it's like called box breathing or something like that. Um, but I thought that's an interesting thing. Like other things, people, things people might think they've lost is maybe they've, they've lost their youth, right? Like they're getting older. And so you can grieve that. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of different things that fit the category. To be honest with you, I mean, like what that story you just shared, I mean, it's just my opinion, but to me, I don't know if that would be grief or just pissed. Like, okay, wait, I didn't hear the things I came up with on my podcast. And then someone ex nade them like that would piss me off. I don't know if I, I, I mean, I guess you would go deeper. Okay. Why are you pissed off? What yeah, caused you to he be wasn't angry? It wasn't an anger issue as much as the feeling in her she was like just disappointed like I don't have time to waste and now I'm like sad that I lost those hours that I put into that which okay. is why in her mind she termed it grief yeah all we're thinking about yeah and I think it's your opinion like you get to oh, make that sure. I mean I know when I, when I talked to Melissa yesterday, I was, I mean, sobbing like a baby at first because I, you know, Ian left. And I, now that I'm in this new place and I haven't been here by myself and I, having him since November has been beautiful. Like he is, he's my, he's my buddy. So that was, I was so, so, so sad that he was leaving, like he's hugging me goodbye and I'm just sobbing. And when Mel and I talked about it, it was like, I kept saying, I'll be fine. Like, I'll, I'll be fine. I know this is, I'm just going to cry for a half an hour and then I'll be over it. And then, and Melissa's like, but why, you know, you don't, why are you putting a time limit on your sadness? And it was because I don't like being sad and it just, it puts me in a spiral and you know, okay, let me pour myself a drink. Well, what is that going to do? Like, although I did pour myself a drink, to be honest. Um, but it, it hurts. It hurts so badly and learning, am I coping with this or am I escaping the sadness? Like we're, we'll get into this and in this month of talking about the difference of coping with being sad, or are you escaping the sadness? And for me, okay, I stripped his bed. I moved his bed around. I put the pictures up. Like I was not coping with it, but I knew this is what he needed. He, he, this is college. Oh my gosh. He's a junior in college. Kelly, let go of it. So understanding that it's okay for him to be leaving. This is normal. This is life. This is where he needs to be. So I mean, I felt a thousand times better after Mel and I got off the phone because it literally is something that she and I, we work on these every day, depending on what the situation is. You can use this no matter what the situation is. And this is something that excites both of us so much of understanding what is the circumstance. We cannot change these circumstances in our lives, you guys. Like this is life. 
our circumstance, Ian went to college. He has to go to college if he's going to graduate and support me one day. Like that's, that's a plan. (laughs) So that's okay. But my thought was always like yesterday was I am going to miss him so much. And if we did this yesterday, I would be bawling right now, but I feel much better. You know, today's a better day, but I realized that it's okay to be sad. And even though I only wanted to do it for 30 minutes, Melissa's like, babe, what are you doing? Like, chill out. You're allowed to be sad. It's that whole 50, 50 thing. And I know, I know we're running out of time, but like, that is a huge part of this, of understanding that life is going to be sad sometimes and it's okay. It really is to be sad. It may suck, but it's okay that it's sad and it sucks. It's okay to feel this way because there will be a tomorrow's a new day. And today has been a beautiful day for me. So I, that 50, 50 may not be 50, 50 for all of us. It could be. Yeah. Any given day can be, it could be an 80, 20 or a 20, 80. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I have to say, and this is one of the things that I said to Kelly when we were talking, I was like, of course you're sad. It's so good that you're sad because it means that you have an incredible relationship with your 20 year old, almost 21 year old son. Like that's so good. What would have been weird, Kel, is if you would have been like, yay, he's gone. (laughs) I'd have been like, Okay, where's Kelly and what did you do with her? (laughs) I love that kid so much. I mean, I love both of my boys and I'm actually going to see my other one tomorrow who's doing very well as well. I'm still in a sober living, but just having that companionship, that's a good feeling. So now now I've got the dog. The dog and I are going to make this happy place. I love that. I love that. And, and again, you know, this is the other thing and it's always so perfect when, when I hear things at the right time and I want to share them with the right people. And the thing that I heard that I shared with Kelly was this uh, quote that said, it's not about the fact that grief ever leaves. It's more about the fact that you have to trust peace will come. It's not that Kelly's ever going to be like, okay, I'm actually glad and happy and super fine with the fact that I'm alone and Ian's gone. Nope. There are going to be times that something's going to happen and she'll be like, oh man, I totally wish Ian were here that I could have shared this with him. I miss him. But at the same time, there will also be a piece that it balances out that it's like, okay, but I'm so proud of him. And God willing, I will see him again sooner than later. All good stuff. Uh, Before we leave, let me tell you something really good, though. I'm looking for the positive. Yes. My grocery bill is going to be a lot less. (laughs) (laughs) That is a positive right there. Look at that. You're saving money already. There we go. Isn't she great, you guys? Isn't (laughs) Kel the best? This is how we always are. Like, we can go from crying in a conversation to literally laughing out loud. I love you so much. Well, this month we are going to be talking about grief and the different things related to grief and ways to deal with grief. We've all heard, I'm sure, about the five stages of grief. We'll be talking 
about those um, and even like the most current information that they they talk about um, because we know that at one time that may, may have been like you had to go through them in order but as Kelly shared with me on something <laughs> exactly <laughs> grief is not on a schedule it's not on a schedule um, so I look forward to all that we're going to talk about on a kind of tough topic because I think we grow when we just have these kinds of conversations that allow us to be vulnerable and transparent and just realize we're really not in it alone. We can walk it together and that always makes it better. We love having you guys with us. You are our happy place every week and we hope you keep coming back. If you have a few minutes, we would love a review. If you could take that few minutes and go on to either Spotify or Apple podcast or whatever you listen to and write a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Until next week, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.